Hello and welcome to the Truth Labyrinth Podcast. My name is J.R. Everhart. I'll be your host as we walk into the labyrinth of God's Word. So stick around. You do not want to miss a second of today's show. I want to talk to you guys for a second about my company, COP Audio. COP Audio is your one-stop source for mobile audio and lighting, as well as a host of other services. Uh, We can handle everything from large outdoor concerts to small club-type shows or even DJing your wedding or company picnic. Uh, We also work with local and regional government for public address events and summer community concert series-type stuff. We also do event planning and band booking, as well as audio install work at your local church or high school. You'll find tons of information online about us on both Instagram and Facebook. When you go to our Facebook page, make sure that you read our reviews from our clients. You can also find us uh, by just calling me or texting us, uh, 304-676-8811, 304-676-8811. You can also email me at um, jr.copaudio at gmail.com. That's jr.copaudio at gmail.com. CLP Audio has a long success record with dozens of bands, churches, and event venues all around the Mid-Atlantic. Again, find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching CLP Audio or call 304-676-8811. That's 304-676-8811. Understanding the process of struggle. This is uh, something that I wrote back in 2013. Uh, it actually came up as a Facebook memory uh, today. Today is uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, uh, 2021. And uh, it really ministered to me. I was just talking tonight on the phone with a very good friend of mine um, about how God gives me stuff and I write it and I post it on the Restoration Ministries page on Facebook or uh, this one I think was on my personal profile because that's where the memory was. And um, how it ministers to me, you know, and he was, you know, talking about how this podcast is a blessing to him and his life. And, um, you know, him and I have been through some hell together and we love each other with all our heart. And God's just doing great and awesome stuff in each one of our lives. And it's kind of an iron sharpening iron situation, if you know what I mean. But um, this, you know, this, this message is a real testament to how God can use something he gave you six, seven years ago um, to minister to you now. You know, for me, uh, in my life personally, when I do these podcasts and I, you know, journal quite a bit, and sometimes I share those journals on Facebook, uh, those journal entries on Facebook, and a lot of people follow that and and enjoy that, and, and, you know, to God be the glory. Um, but you know, once it pours out of me, it's not something that sticks with me necessarily. Um, I go back and listen to even podcasts from the first season of the Truth Labyrinth, and it just blows me away. It's almost like I'm listening to someone else, you know, speak. Um, and that's just kind of how it works when you're operating under the anointing and when God's using you and doing things with you. And I don't say that to make me sound, you know, high and mighty because. I am totally not high and mighty, believe me. Um, but it, it feels good to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know, it feels good to be, um, to be in his presence and to feel him working through you and to hear that feedback coming back and 
know that God's work through Restoration Ministries and through the Truth Labyrinth podcast is reaching people and, and doing, you know, really cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just going to dive into this and, and read through it. And uh, I hope it ministers to you as much as it does me. God has a plan for each and every one of us. Through the process of struggle, he teaches us how to become the person he needs us to be in order to step into the blessings in ministry he has for us. Uh, many times, myself included, uh, we get lost in the details of our struggles and fail to see the process of struggle as a building tool and shaping us into who we need to be in order to be prepared for the next step of our lives. The enemy sends discouragement to distract us from God's will of growth inside the storms of our lives. We need to draw closer to Jesus in these times in order to see the purpose of trials and times of struggle. If you curse the place you're at now, you'll never enjoy the place he's trying to take you to. Uh, that really ministered to me, guys. Let me read that again. If you curse the place you're at right now, the suffering you're going through right now, the pain you're going through right now, then you'll never enjoy the place that he's trying to take you to. Uh, if I was to ask my oldest daughter to drive to the store and get something for me, she would do so, and I would be blessed for it. But had I asked her to do that when she was 10 years old, uh, I would not have been such a blessed situation. She probably would have gotten a car wreck and probably gotten hurt or killed somebody else. At 10 years old, she hadn't yet went through the process of learning how to drive and would have caused more damage than good. Part of being a good father is sometimes weighed in knowing when to wait and allow the process to play out. I believe God does the same thing with us. Sometimes I believe our blessing is already prepared, but it's us that needs to get through the process in order to be equipped and trained for that blessing ahead. Hope is the fuel that drives this process. That's why the enemy works so hard to beat you down and defer your hope. The Bible says that deferred hope makes a heart sad and burdened down with discouragement. I think all of us, having gone through 2020 and the, uh, the amount of insanity that was the COVID um, you know, pandemic and the election, and uh, many of us went through divorces in 2020, it has definitely been a time of deferred hope, um, and that, that's a rough place to be. But God has purpose in that, so stick with me here. This is where our faith comes into play inside the process. Faith is, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's from Hebrews 11.1, 1, I believe. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's in our faith that God is working through our struggles to grow us into a better believer. Keeping our eyes on Jesus while in the storm is what keeps us on the potter's wheel and continuing, continuing to be molded into what God knows we can be. It's when we step off the potter's wheel in rebellion or pride that God has to use more pressure to mold us. So many times I found myself miles away from the potter's house, much less the wheel. I was impatient, rebellious, full of pride, and at the same time asking God, why me? 
I was trapped in a prison of my own design from my sins and my evil desires and lost in depression and feeling sorry for myself, all the while blaming God for my situation. It's times like this that I found myself totally under the enemy's control. Hope was just words other people talked about. It was never something someone like me could actually have or obtain. Does anybody else feel that way? Because that's a, that's a rough place to be. Let me read that again. Hope was just words other people talked about. It was never something someone like me could actually have or obtain. I felt I had done way too much and passed the point of return miles ago. But I kept on praying, even when it felt like God was just a distant memory and wasn't hearing any of my prayers. I never stopped praying. This is where we end up when we choose to believe all the lies of the enemy, and he feeds them to us like a steady diet. Um, when in that deep pit of depression, a bullet in the head seems like the only chance at escaping the pain and sorrow that we live in every day. I know that's dark, guys, but I was speaking from my own personal experiences in this. And uh, those of you who know me personally know that my family has been rocked by suicide multiple times, and it was just something that I've always struggled with my entire life. So being in that place where hope had been discouraged, you can easily see death as a way of relief. But there's a positive here. One day I felt something rise up in me. Something was breaking through the clouds of my sorrow. It was hope. I only got a glimpse of it at first, but I seen enough of it to push forward. This was the beginning of my journey back to the potter's house. Looking back, I can see that I would not be the person I am now had it not been for the years of struggle I went through then. I thank God for the process. Now I can see the big picture of what God was trying to refine out of me through the fires of my struggles. Yes, it was uncomfortable. But had I not abandoned the potter's work in the first place, I would have grown much quicker than I did. But you know, guys, we all have a path to walk in this, and no two paths look the same. We all, we all get to the same place eventually, but the, the journey between point A and point B can look very different for many of us. And I was just too hard-headed and stubborn. When we choose to control our struggles instead of submitting them to the Father's plan, um, it takes much longer and much more pressure to mold us and shape us into who we need to be. I see all this as, you know, when you start talking about that idea of God having to put more pressure on us to mold us because we're not on the potter's wheel anymore, I still see that as an act of love. God could just as easily give up on us and just turn us over to our evil desires and walk away. But instead, he allows us to go through pain and suffering in hopes that that will drive us right back to him so he can heal and restore us. God intentionally doesn't show us all the details of the process. Uh, if he did, we would never move forward out of fear and limitations we see with our own eyes. Thank God he sees that we can be so much more than we can see. Um, I praise God for that. You know, that is super huge in my life. I have limited myself so many times just out of fear and just out of disbelief that I could even do X, Y, and Z, whatever it was that he put in front of me. 
But God was the one that created me, so he knows what's in that well. And he knows how to dip the ladle down into that well or dip the bucket down into that well, depending on how much he needs to draw out. And draws out those giftings and those talents out of us. Um, this is good news for those of us that struggle or maybe go through the toughest times of our lives. Maybe you're going through the toughest time of your life right now. Maybe everything that I'm saying here makes perfect sense to you. Maybe your hope has been discouraged. Maybe you're wondering where God is in all of this. But God truly does have you, and he has your situation. You just got to let go, and you got to focus on him, and watch him mold you into what it is he needs you to be. And that's always more than you ever thought you can be. I remember a quote from Mother Teresa one time where they were asking her about her career as a minister and stuff like that. Of course, you know, she didn't look at it as a career. She looked at it as service to her community and to her world. And she said that her father asks way more than she can ever walk out. You know, he asks the absolute, you know, A-level, varsity-level, you know, things from her. And she doesn't see how she could ever do any of the things that he wants her to do. But she walks out in faith and always accomplishes those things. And I think that's really what true Christianity looks like, guys. It's not about your church membership. It's not about, you know, how much of the Bible you have memorized and all those kind of things. It's about a relationship. And it's about trust and dependence on God for everything in our life, especially in a time of suffering. It's about believing that God is good, even when everything in your life is really bad and crappy. None of us are exempt from that struggle. God meets us on the battlefield. He just does. But if you don't step up on that battlefield, you're not part of the battle. You're just running the other way. And when you're running away from your enemy, you have no protection on your back. And that punk, the enemy, Satan, will shoot you right in the back and doesn't care. You can't look to the left or the right. Don't listen to the lies uh, that you're never going to make it, that you can't do this, that you've done way too much evil in your life for God to use you, um, that your kids are never going to get off of drugs, you know, that your, your parents are never going to get saved, or that your neighbor is never going to get saved, or that God's never going to heal your your aunt of cancer. Don't listen to that junk. God created the world around us in six days. Imagine what he can do in a moment. Your whole world can change with just one phone call, one meeting, and one brush of God's favor in your life. If you're someone that follows my ministry, you'll hear me say this a lot, and I just said it a few seconds ago. God meets us on the battlefield. He does. Stop hating the trial and see the process. You can do it. And God is going to be there molding you every step of the way. God crawls into our problems and pulls out his purpose. Choose today to submit and allow him to take control. This world is always going to fight against us. And none of us are exempt from that struggle. What sets us apart is that we allow God to answer the door when the enemy comes knocking. Stay strong in the faith and believe he's working in your struggle today for your blessing tomorrow.
If you have found value in this podcast or if it has blessed you in any way, can I ask a couple things from you real quick? Please rate and review this podcast in whatever format you listen to it on, especially if you use Google or Apple Podcasting app. Also, could I ask you to please donate to this ministry? Uh, We need your financial support. We are not sponsored by any church or religious denomination, nor do we have any corporate sponsors. Uh, We are totally independent and dependent on our listeners to make this ministry resource possible. Please consider giving to this ministry. I'll be sure to post links and information on how to give in the description of this podcast. And finally, and most importantly, we need your prayers for guidance and protection from the people who look to silence voices like ours. Pray for God's favor in the eyes of our enemies and grace in our hearts toward them. Pray that God uses this podcast to speak into the lives of those struggling with addiction and ministers to the hearts of the hurting. We need your prayers covering this ministry so we can be effective ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. My prayer is that it blessed you and brought you a fresh understanding of our lives in this world and our need for unity in Christ. A brush fire of revival in Jesus Christ is our only hope for satisfaction and true joy as we walk out the human experience that is our day-to-day lives. It's been my sincere honor to be your host today at the Truth Labyrinth Podcast. Be blessed and be a blessing to those around you. Till next time, I leave you with a scripture from Ephesians 6, 23 and 24. Peace be with you, dear brothers and sisters, and may God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you love with faithfulness. May God's grace be eternally upon all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my God.